Welcome to the Marketing Executive Spotlight Show. I'm Anitra Kerr, also known as the queen of video marketing at The Draw Shop, where we create videos and messaging for brands that are impossible to ignore. We believe that any business is just one marketing tweak away from getting their ideal customers hooked. Most businesses have a solution to positively impact their customers and ultimately the world. The real question is how to get those people to see that. We've got our own fail-proof formula for this at The Draw Shop, but on this show, we're interviewing marketing geniuses to discover more. Think you have marketing genius to share? Stay tuned to the end of the show and we'll show you how you can be our next guest on the fastest growing marketing inspiration podcast. Welcome to the Marketing Executive Spotlight. I'm your host, Sandy Fowler, and today I am chatting with Kalila Johnson. Kalila is the CEO of Redefined Unlimited Executive Coaching Firm, and she is the author of the book, The Antidote, How to Regain Your Power After Intergenerational Trauma. Kalila, thank you so much for spending time with us on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm curious how you came to be in this chosen career, or was it chosen, or did you file, just follow the yellow brick road? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would actually say the latter. Um, I, I guess I was chosen for this. Um, my circumstances led me to choose for this. It's almost as if someone threw me out in the middle of the ocean and I had to learn how to swim. So um, my background is um, I am an intergenerational trauma survivor. And um, I went through generations of women who kind of repeated the same cycle of multiple forms of abuse. And as I found myself in a very similar situation in a relationship where I felt emotionally just drained and I was going to a downward spiral, it caused me to look inward and try to figure out how I got there because I thought I was the strong one. I always said I would be the one. I was kind of the one that was kind of a young advocate. I would, you know, if I saw someone getting bullied, I would, I would protect them. And even my, my mom, when, when she was being attacked, I remember at 13 standing up and saying, I'm not afraid of you, you know? So to see myself repeating and the thing that I said, I would never, ever be the one um, that caused me to really, really um, take a lot of looks, uh, you know, inside. And what I found was my investigation was, it was like we had the same story. No matter how intentional I was about not um, going down that road, there I was. And now um, through the circumstances and the situation I was in, I was a teenage mother and I had a daughter looking at me with the same disappointment saying, how do you let yourself be treated that way? And so that began the road of truly investigating myself. And that's why I'm here. (laughs) So your life circumstances and your I would say even confusion maybe at the, how did I get here, led you down this path for work. How has this path for work impacted you? Um, it was, it is actually my survival. It's, it's, it's the place where everything falls, uh, you know, falls apart. It is the story of that desperate place where in order for me to survive this, in order for me to end this cycle, I've got to take some really hard looks at myself. And it began accountability because if I felt like this is just how it's always been and I had no choices, then, then I was, I was lost. And my daughter was, was just going to repeat the same path. 
So it was a survival. It was a the most desperate uh, desire for change that I had ever had. But I had to find something that I had never seen. I had to become something that I had never witnessed. And so I had to do a search and a breaking. And, and I'll say a breaking. I think that there was a there's almost an addiction to your beliefs. You know, we form world, world beliefs. We, we form this this way to, to look at the world that is through our trauma lenses. And all of a sudden I had to question everything I thought I believed. And so that began um, the work internally and internally. All of a sudden it was um, the escape out of a bad situation that I shouldn't have escaped from. And then people wanted to know about it. And then I started to share and then they wanted to know more. And then, they, you know, the, the doors open and I'm like, why is it? helping so many people. I didn't understand. Like, why were people given the permission to tell their truth? And I recognized the power of transparency. And then I I even went further and realized, wait a minute, I have something here. You know, I didn't just survive. I live to tell a story and, and actually have the blueprint to help others through. And as you are working with others and utilizing this blueprint, what do you see from your daughter now? You said that, you know, she was watching you with that same disappointment that you had looked at your mother with. What do you see from her now as you've moved forward? I see her, um, you know, I see her repeating things, but I also see her looking for help and knowing how to cope. I see her making better decisions and I see her um, learning from her mistakes. I see her not perfect, but I see her finding her way faster. You know, I, I see her, you know, she is in her twenties, but you know, she's looking, she's, she's looking for therapy as a normal maintenance routine. You know, at that moment, she doesn't have to wait until everything falls apart. Um, she, she chooses the things that I did out of desperation as a decision. And so, you know, there's no way to, to leave unscathed. We witness what we witness, and I didn't avoid, she didn't avoid it. Um, the trauma that happens when you are in an environment that shows you things that you can never that can never be undone. But what she did and what I'm able to give her now are the tools to be able to to know that that's not it. And now, as I am a reflection and I continue to um, become the greater version of myself, it makes her fearless, and she sees me as she sees herself with full potential to become greater than she is. And um, and I'm grateful for that. I am so grateful for that. So how does this tie into your coaching firm? You have redefined unlimited executive coaching firm. How does that work tie in with your coaching work? Um, It's everything. Um, So I remember, as I told you, I would share my my testimony and I would, I actually was sharing and um, it began in a church environment and, you know, people wanted to hear it. They're like, she's got a great testimony. Right. And I shared it and then it began, it it took off like a a whirlwind. It was like, once I shared my story, people started to share um, the most intimate parts of their hurt and pain. Um, I, I once had a 90 year old woman after I spoke and she came up to me in a wheelchair and she says, come here. And she says, I was too. And I, and I look, she said, I've never said it out loud. After that, it was a 23 year old male that told me about his diagnosis. Then it was another, a a male, 65 year old black man that was standing in line at a woman's conference saying, I've got to talk to you and told me about the abuse that he experienced from his mother. It was constantly people just coming up to me. And so that made me even want more to learn. 
and I got language. And now I have um, not only traditional education, but 25, you know, uh, certifications and in, in the areas of, of uh, trauma and, you know, trauma and resilience from Florida State University and trauma, uh, you know, uh, support and just learning the intricate ways of how this thing works, neuroplasticity, understanding the post-trauma and how it turns into post-traumatic growth to give people hope, mindfulness. Um, I, I am a constant student because there was something that without me even understanding that I was able to be a demonstration that it doesn't matter how bad the story is. I'm standing, giving people hope just because I'm standing. And so it just trans it, it just transcends. I didn't look for them. They found me in almost, it seems. And I think that that continues your purpose when you're showing up the authentic you, the purpose just shows up. And so you know, I get great results because I, I don't even know if I understand it all. You know, I don't completely, I won't say that I understand it. It's still a mystery to me when I see someone who, who was in a situation and had a different belief, and then we're able to take them through a full system and see them completely transform and see them with a, able to see their lives in a whole different way. It's still, even with all of the skill sets, even with the natural ability, I can't really say that I completely understand it. It still amazes me. It's just still magic to me. <laughs> so these people are hearing you. People are coming to you. Other people now, I imagine people who didn't even hear you speak, start coming to you. What do you see in common there? What problem do you see that you're solving for these people? You know what I found is that, and, and so I, the reason why I made my coaching more for executive women is because they were the ones that I was really the most surprised about. Um, when a doctor first, that she, my first person that came to me was a doctor. She says, I need your help. Um, what I see is that there is a trauma responses that many people don't relate that they are trauma responses when they show up as high functioning performance, you know, when they show up as perfectionism, when they benefit, you know, they have a beneficial um, way about it, you know? And so that was the thing that I continued to see. I saw the ones that had the hardest time having a place to really, really have a safe space to speak about what they've gone through and why they do the things that they do. I found it in the, the leadership. I found it in, in, in a lot of people who were all the way at the top and people supported, looked to support, uh, give support from them. And then what I found was, is that there was a correlation to the nagging accusation of I'm not good enough. That fueled everything that they defined as success. And so that is the place, learning how to reconnect them to their real power, the power that comes from knowing who they are without anyone else's expectations, the power that comes from not the childhood trauma that they're still trying to get acceptance through, but the power that know that they that comes from the place of knowing who they are, of their internal divine identity, that place that is so in depth, it's a part of them that even before they ever experienced trauma, it was. And so that is what I find a common denominator, that voice that still intrudes. And um, being able to silence that is very powerful. It's very interesting how you're bringing up um, kind of a different view of what trauma can look like in someone's life. So if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm wondering if that's me, what kinds of things might be happening in my life that you help me with? One of the things that, that they you would recognize if, if it's trauma response 
is that no matter how successful and how much you achieve, it never seems to be enough. Um, you're always looking for something else. And when you do a good job, you, you need validation. You need to know. And even then it's a, it's a, it's a internal, um, competitiveness that drives everything. It, it, you wake up in the morning and it almost has to be, um, you either look for it from other people, not just saying I did good. Like it, it, the motives are different. Like when you do something out of a core place, it is just, you find, you know, you don't find your, your, your complete value. You find giving value valuable, but that is not your identity. And so you can have joy about it. You'll feel experienced pain, but even when you strive to do the greatest things, I've seen people with five degrees, right? And they are all the way up and you would see, and they have images outside, but they are so depressed. Mm. Internally, they are still asking you, did I do? And when you get behind closed doors, did I do it well? Did you like that? Is that okay? You'll find that the, the, the real view, the, the internal view, they're still listening to an accusation that they can't silence. And that is a, a very strong key. And all of a sudden, when there's no competitiveness, there's no the next thing to gain, they lose their motivation and they feel stuck. They feel completely stuck and they don't know how to get it back. They're like, I don't know how to get it back because it wasn't from a place that could refuel itself, which is your identity, your true identity. And so as you're out in the world and you're doing this work, talk to us about the impact you see your business having today. Wow. Um, the way that I see see my business, and again, I say I, I say it's magic. It's intentional, but it it what what it really is. So I have one. Uh, just to think about it, is one client, and I'll just put it just to simplify it. I'll have one client, and they'll tell me um, of how they broke through and how they were able to recognize the influences of their decisions and be able to come into the fullness of who they really are and how it changed their marriage. Now it changes how they interact with the world. Now I see them going into a whole different direction. Sometimes it really will shift them in a whole different direction um, because they realize that a lot of the decisions they made, even their career path, were made out of a place of accusations where they were responding to a, a, a accusation that they didn't even realize they were responding to. And so what, how that affects us is that they show up differently in the world. Then they're showing up in their purpose. Then they're able to affect, affect so many people, not only their families, but everywhere they come into contact, they begin to be a light of in a demonstration. And so it's a duplication of this powerful force. And then that becomes a collectiveness, a collectiveness of healing. And so I just, I see that constantly happening where one person can affect a million. And so it, 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 is, uh, it, it is always in the, the front of my mind to look at every individual that I affect as a million lives touched. And so um, I think that's pretty powerful. It makes me think of the dropping the pebble in the pond and just watching those ripples grow and grow and grow and they just get bigger and bigger and they're always more. It's Absolutely. not just one ripple that grows. It's ripple after ripple after ripple. Absolutely. It's so powerful, you know, and it's, it's never ending, you know? Yeah. So might be in your business or outside of your business for you personally, what, what do you consider to be your greatest area of expertise? Like the thing that you know better than anything else in the world? Me. 
Um, I, I know um, I've been a studier of me. Being able to help other people, it, it really starts with understanding me. I was really my own laboratory rat. And um, being able to dissect what I'm feeling, why I'm feeling it, taking that time to really being self-aware, understanding um, I have a right to my feelings, but I don't have a right to create a worldview of them, understanding how to communicate what I feel. And even if that is an uncomfortable, I think the greatest gift that I have is communicating um, who I am unapologetically um, with grace, but also um, strength. I also know that I'm able to connect people to their truth because I am so connected to mine. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the greatest gift that you can give anyone, your authentic truth. And, and I don't have to show up and I, and I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to, you know, hide everything. I literally can show up in my powerful truth. And that automatically gives others the ability to show up in theirs and to be able to communicate that. I think that is uh, my greatest gift, I believe. And how do you see that playing out as you work with clients? By giving them, I, it, what I really, really recognize is that by having that voice, I, they have theirs. You know, that, that, that ability that we are connected in such a way that we are so affected by each other that we really are each other's mirror. I only can see in you what I see in myself. And so when I can see myself, I can actually see them. And so it, it, it becomes in a, a place where, although whatever has been telling them or whatever environment or whether toxicity that, that they have been used to, that is still speaking and intruding in their daily lives and causing them to go off of course, when you redirect them to the truth that is in them because of the truth that you can see inside of yourself, there is a confidence that automatically transfers. And they're able to see themselves clearer because you can, they can finally be seen. Um, and it's an immediate, like, you, you know, I, there's breakthrough immediately, you know, it's in the first session, it is an immediate change, you know, and it, it, it it's like years are shaved off years of lies are, it's almost like they were hiding and then they're able to see because someone that they trust someone that they trust because they know that I'm not hiding and I didn't hide it behind my mess. I, you know, I lead with weaknesses. This is what it started. So that's enough proof to them. And so because they trust my voice, they trust it when I tell them what I actually see, the power that is within them, the undeniable gifting and the innovation that lies within them, the creativity, um, even after the pain, that is just one part of the, the process, but being able to see hope, um, it's transferable. And where do you see this heading? Where do you see your business going in the next few years? I really would like to, um, I really would like to continue on certifying others. Like I, I see myself having uh, women that I'm able to train, um, that I'm able to mentor and women that I can then certify under redefined, a community built of like-minded, powerful women. Um, and, and I do offer services to men and, and my husband is with me, he's a co-founder. So he has that aspect, but I love that um, being able to create communities that you can thrive in because I think environment is everything. 
And so that support system and being that support system and networking, but also being able to to transfer these skills to others so that they can continue to affect their communities and make powerful impact. More ripples. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And when you aren't working, when you and your husband aren't working, maybe it's together, what, what do you like to do? What's your favorite activity outside of working? So I'll say this, even though, um, I love walking. I love walking around. I love being out in nature. I love being by water, but I'm always working because I'm a healer, you know? So it doesn't feel like work, but even when I'm out there in nature, I'm listening. I'm, you know, it's always, I'm always in work mode, even though, and so I'll have my recorder because, you know, when you're showing up in your purpose, it's a flow of work. It's not work. It's just a flow of creativity, of, of ideas and vision. So I don't know if I ever turn the creativity off. I, I don't think I'm ever not really working, but I love being in nature. I am, I'm very, I'll say simple, but I love being by water. I love being in nature. I love being um, in quiet environments. I don't do a lot of TV, um, but I definitely, um, we love hiking. We love, you know, fishing. We love things like that, that connects us back to the earth. Well, thank you so much. You have such, it's just, it's the, as you said, it's the honesty, it's the transparency, the really being here with us. I appreciate that openness, Kalila. Could you tell us where people can find you online? Absolutely. So um, my website for uh, executive coaching firm is Redefine Unlimited. And to book me for speaking um, is kalilajohnson.com. Well, thank you again. And thank you everyone for listening. We will see you next time on the Marketing Executive Spotlight. Anitra here, and thank you so much for listening to the Marketing Executive Spotlight Show. If you are a successful marketing executive who would like to be on this program, please visit us at www.thedrawshop.com forward slash podcast forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social channels. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Marketing Executive Spotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Go to our website, www.thedrawshop.com or follow us on all social channels at The Draw Shop. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.